So open up your morning light and say a little prayer for I. You know that if we are to stay alive and see the peace in every eye. Welcome from the banks of the Rappahannock River on the campus of St. Margaret's School in Tappahannock, Virginia. I am Sophia Cogsworth, and this is the Daily Thistle for Thursday, January 18, 2024. On the river today, the sun will rise at 7.21 a.m. and set at 5.14 p.m. It will be a first quarter moon with a 50% illumination. High tide will be at 7.03 a.m. and low tide at 2.20 p.m. High tide will return at 7.21 p.m. It will be mostly sunny today with a high near 45 degrees. Winds will be from the southwest from 3 to 9 miles per hour. Tonight, there is a chance of snow after 1 a.m. It will be cloudy with a low around 30 degrees. And here is Kendall Quinn with today's installment of Sisters Pride. Hey guys, welcome to today's Sisters Pride. Today I am joined with the one, the only, best little sister in town, Whitney Quinn. Hi guys. So today we're talking about the green flags we see in people and the people we choose to be friends based on certain character traits. Let me re-say that. That was <laughs> a sentence where words came out, but the words did not string together to make logical yeah, sense. Okay, that did not work. Okay, so. ready? We're going to try again. Hey, guys. Welcome to today's okay. Sister's Pride. Today, we're talking about the character traits we seek in friends. There we Does go. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So, first off, I would say the number one green flag in a friend is when they can be genuinely excited for your accomplishments. I completely agree. When you just have somebody who is always rooting for you and when something good happens for you, it's like it happened to them. Like they're literally, it makes their day better that you got something good. And I think that just shows that they're really confident in themselves. Like they are not jealous of your accomplishments, but they are like on top of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody who can experience your ups and downs with you, I feel like is so valuable because it helps with those like thoughts of like, well, maybe I'm alone in this problem. Maybe nobody else feels like this. But when you have a friend who can not only be sympathetic, but empathetic and the difference of those two being that your empathy is you're really putting yourself in their shoes and you're kind of feeling that emotion with them. I feel like that's a a trait that I look for in a friend. So, I don't know. Do you have do you have another trait you look for? I I don't know. I a trait I look for is when somebody can be very frank with me and mm. if somebody can call me call out, out. Yeah. If somebody can like I think when you care about somebody, you call them out when they're doing something stupid, when they're doing something <laughs> wrong, when they're out of line. Fine. You, yeah. you nicely, but you still, <laughs> you will call them out. Like, if I saw one of my friends that I care about doing something where I, it's kind of questionable, right. I would confidently go up to them and be like, what are we doing? Because I also think that does come with maturity, though. So yeah. if you're, I think that both the people in the friendship have to be mature enough to be like, yeah, I acknowledge that I need to be called out on and the person calling out has to know that they're at a point in their friendship where that's okay and that the problem is approached in a kind manner. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But <laughs> um, I agree because 
But I think when you're at that point in a relationship, it's so valuable because whether we like it or not, we are so not self-aware. And so when you just have a pair of eyes that's looking for what's best for you and watching out for your image, it will always benefit you and you will always end up learning and doing better. I also feel like going to St. Margaret's, the, the friends you have at school are more than just superficial friends who, you know, you you get through the day with. I, I don't feel like those friendships exist. I think each friendship that I've seen or been in, in part of or just observed from the outside is one that's really true and deep. And these girls are honestly sisters. Like, I, I mean, when you're biological sisters, but we have so many I would consider sisters who have either graduated from St. Margaret's and we still keep in contact with or, you know, are, are going through school with us right now. And I feel like when you are at that level with your friends, you can you can participate in, you know, calling each other out if you feel like, you know, their morals are at question or each friend should be a touchstone to bring the other person back to where they need to be. I definitely agree with that. I think there's a difference between a friend and a sister. And I know Mm. people use the term sister as like a family thing, but sisters are the best thing that can happen to you. They are your biggest supporter. But again, they're going to call you out and they're going to kind of shape you into the best version of yourself. A friend, maybe not. A friend is kind of just going to listen to you rant about your day but a sister is going to be like, well, you could have done that better. Right. Like, I think sometimes sisters tell you what you need to hear when it's hard to hear it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that that's hard to take sometimes. But I think it's important that we learn how to manage taking it. Because it's, it's always been a valuable skill to look for in a friend. Okay. okay. Next, next quality I look for in a friend. And I know Whitney looks for in a friend. And I know you guys know this too. Me and Whitney love a funny person okay yeah me and Whitney have I would call a very um what are you simple maybe simple sense of humor I'm trying to be kind but honestly anything could make me laugh I'll go I'll tell you guys a story so (laughs) this kind of has nothing to do with the podcast but it just popped in my mind and (laughs) we're being authentic here so I'm walking up SMS stairs and I'm carrying like three textbooks no, Whitney was carrying like Stop three it. textbooks in her backpack. Stop it. <laughs> and she falls. Stop she it. falls down and is like stuck on her back oh at God. the top of the stairs. Okay, guys, it wasn't like that. I literally. Okay, the, I had like five textbooks and a binder in my hand. And I'm trekking up the stairs. This was a while ago, by the way. Yeah, this was like a year ago. Um, I'm trekking up the stairs and I drip. For those who know, you know that St. Margaret's stairs are very steep. Like, yeah, they're steep a, stairs. Like That's kind of a climb. So I was climbing the mountain. And I get to the top of the mountain. And my Ugg boot skims across the floor. And I fall. Not on my face, guys. On, on her, her back. And then she can't roll over. And I just... I bring this story up not to make you guys laugh. but I mean, I, I love that you guys are laughing. And I hope you are. Because we're laughing over here. But I want you guys to know that while this was happening, all of our friends were able to <laughs> laugh with us and joke around with Winnie. So I think a, 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 a trait we look for as friends is honestly people who can joke with us 
and you know me and Whitney are pretty good at taking jokes about ourselves so joke with us and that we can joke with because that's honestly one of my favorite like parts of the day is when Whitney falls on her back turtle style. <laughs> okay, guys, for reference, I looked like an injured turtle. <laughs> like, I literally had my uh, massive backpack, and I was, like, flailing my arms like a turtle. And uh, just so you guys know, by this time, class had started. Oh, my so. God, and everybody in Mr. Burner's class saw it because yeah. the door was open, and they just stared at me flailing That's honestly one of my favorite memories yeah. at St. Margaret's. <laughs> I really, guys, I'm, like, I couldn't get up. It was, like, 90 pounds. So I think for us, like, that's a character trait we look for in friends is somebody who can have a good laugh with us, maybe doesn't take, you know, every joke super seriously, is able to joke about themselves, joke about others, and, you know, have all of us just kind of have a fun time. I think, okay, a funny friend is like the first thing to draw me in. Like, if I just meet somebody and if they're funny, and when I say funny, I just mean can kind of like Kendall said, make fun of themselves, be very lighthearted, and not, like, not taking themselves too seriously, just kind of having fun as the day goes on. That's, like, my first green flag. That's, if somebody does that, I'm like, okay, like, I'm gonna invest in this person. Um, I, I also feel like a good friend trait that I look for is somebody who is driven. I say this because I feel like both me and Winnie kind of have our like niche ideas of like what we want to do in our lives and you know what we're passionate about and it's nice to share that with her and you know I support her in her horseback riding she supports me and you know everything you do everything I do (laughs) okay (laughs) and I just think that to have a friend who can support you and know what it's like to deeply invest yourself into something you're passionate about it's hard if if you're not if you're not passionate about something it's kind of hard to empathize with the ups and downs that come with being passionate about something Mm -hmm. with a friend Mm -hmm. and like I know there are girls at St. Margaret's who are super passionate about basketball and I think the other people who you're you know trying to make it far in basketball they find like camaraderie in that because they're both working towards this the same goal now, I would say most of my friends, like, we don't have the same goals, but we all have goals, and that's what we can all have common ground on. Mm-hmm. We all have something we're pursuing, and we're all going to help each other get there. Yeah, I love driven people, and I think it just kind of shows that you have discipline in your life, yeah. and you're going to, you know, if you want something, you can achieve it, and you're going to, mm-hmm. and it does. It motivates you because it's so you can easily lose sight of how driven you should be but when you're surrounded by people who are kind of quietly accomplishing their goals and but then they share the success it does it's like the thing that makes me want to do great things yeah that's true yeah so i love driven people yeah i think people just like naturally gravitate towards them too because it just shows you're a hard worker a workhorse you're there is speech was about when you're spontaneous you are living in the moment because it's so easy to get wrapped up in just habits and routines. But when you are spontaneous, I can't say the word either. Um, when you are <laughs> a story about um, us being spontaneous is last year we were all deciding. So we being a group of like four or five girls, we finished the day of classes and we were like, let's go jump in the river and. For context, this was in the middle of February, and it was probably like 
below freezing out. And I remember changing into my bathing suit in the middle of February and jumping in the river just to make, like, the day special and yeah. do something fun. And you remember it now. And I remember it, day. and it's honestly one of my favorite memories from school, so. Yeah. It's so important, too, because just being, especially in the winter months, I think it's important to be spontaneous <laughs> because... I think it does. It keeps you present and it keeps you enjoying life. Enjoying life. Not just living life, okay, but enjoying. Really yeah. So that's all we have for on this topic. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast because I really We did. honestly have been enjoying speaking into the phone. Like we we enjoy being <laughs> able to share our thoughts. Um so be spontaneous. At the end of the day, this is these are this is the recap of said podcast. If you've been zoning out this entire time and you're only tuning in now here's what you missed number one be somebody who is empathetic <laughs> as a friend okay yeah. number two be someone who's driven has passion number two number two was number three <laughs> <laughs> number three when he was talking about athletes and how being at in in an athletic world you have um passions and, oh funny friends funny oh friends. number four was being funny Guys, just literally listen and number to the five was being spontaneous okay. spontaneous we love you goodbye love you guys see you at school tomorrow in campus news the flu season has arrived on the river and the daily thistle reminds the girls that managing schoolwork can be challenging yet it's crucial for maintaining academic progress and personal well-being first and foremost prioritizing health is essential this means practicing good hygiene, like frequent hand washing, and staying informed about the trends in the community. If you start to feel unwell, it's important to rest and seek medical advice from the school's office. Remember, attending school while sick can hinder your recovery and put others at risk. Staying on top of schoolwork during this time requires a strategic approach. If you're well enough to study, organize your workload by breaking down assignments into manageable tasks. Utilize online resources and communicate with teachers and classmates to keep up with lessons and assignments. If you're too ill to study, inform your teachers as soon as possible and discuss a plan to catch up on missed work. Balancing rest and studies is critical. Don't overexert yourself, listen to your body and take necessary breaks. Setting a flexible schedule can help accommodate fluctuating energy levels. Lastly, maintaining a positive mindset is essential. Understand that falling a bit behind is okay and manageable with a well-thought-out plan. Stay connected with your support system, friends, teachers, and advisor who can offer assistance and encouragement. So, balance your health management and academic responsibility. By taking preventative health measures, planning your study schedule wisely, and utilizing available resources and support, you can navigate this challenging period without significantly impacting your educational journey. In the news from the BBC. BBC News with Eileen McHugh. A new drone attack has been launched by Houthi rebels in Yemen on a US cargo vessel ship off Aden. The United States has announced that it's returning the Houthis to a list of global terrorist organisations. A Houthi spokesman said the US move changed nothing. Police in Ecuador say a prosecutor who was investigating a gun attack on a television studio that was broadcasting live has been murdered. Cesar Suarez was shot numerous times as he was driving in the city of Guayaquil. 
A judge in El Salvador has released a woman who was serving a lengthy jail sentence after being convicted for having an abortion. El Salvador is one of the few countries with a total ban on terminations. The British Parliament has approved new legislation which the government hopes will allow some asylum seekers to be transferred to Rwanda. The country's highest court had previously ruled the plan unlawful. Members of Parliament in Poland have voted to revoke a far-right MP's immunity from prosecution after he used a fire extinguisher to put out candles lit in celebration of the Jewish festival Hanukkah last month. Grzegorz Brown's actions sparked a global outcry. The writer Eugene Carroll has been testifying in a New York court in her second civil defamation trial against Donald Trump, from whom she is seeking $10 million in damages. The former president has already been found liable for sexually assaulting and subsequently defaming her. Brazilian police have restarted an operation to expel illegal gold miners from a huge indigenous area in the Amazon rainforest. And a court in Suriname has issued an arrest warrant for the former president, Desi Bauterse, who has been sentenced to 20 years in prison for the murder of political opponents. BBC News. Remember, you're listening to the nation's only independent school news feed from the banks of the Rappahannock River, here, from the campus of St. Margaret's School in Tappahannock, Virginia. I am Sophia Cogsworth, and this was your Daily Thistle. As we grow in age, may we grow in grace.